Okay. Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I am delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished entrepreneur, a fashion designer turned tech entrepreneur, Akshay Vadva from uh, New Delhi, India. Akshay, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ashutosh. Thanks for having me over. Thank it's you. It's a great, really a great honor to uh, be on the brand called you and uh, you know to share my experience with you. Thank you. Uh, Akshay yeah. is the founder and CEO of uh, an organization called Blue Rickshaw, and we'll talk about uh, Blue Rickshaw. So, Akshay, let's start with asking me, asking you, uh, what was your motivation to start this venture, and mm-hmm. what is the background about the name? Okay, so uh, you know, uh, as I as you rightly pointed out, that I'm a fashion designer turned tech entrepreneur doing shows across the world, mm-hmm. and where I realize working with international buyers that on the buyer side there's always been an issue of trust and credibility, mm-hmm. especially procuring for small from small businesses in India. Mm-hmm. Now it goes back to my uh, experience with them. Uh, you know, when I started speaking to them, they said, you know, we would love to work with engine manufacturers, artisans, but we just don't know a way to reach out to them because we can, we do not trust the company. And then the systems are so complex. And even from the seller side, mm-hmm. the whole system is so complex that a small artisan in uh, a small town in India is, does not have access to those markets. I mean, they have to probably conduct, take part in a trade show, spend thousands of dollars. And post-COVID, mm-hmm. that's not an option anymore. So, uh, you, you know, uh, when COVID hit, that's when I was, uh, uh, you know, that's when I started Blue Rickshaw, which was uh, last year. I mean, the name, uh, I'll go to the name after this, but uh, when I, when COVID hit, immediately uh, I said, said that, you know, something needs to be done about, Correct. you know, uh, global supply chain, you know, where mm-hmm. travel is not an option, travel because it's very restricted. Mm-hmm. And that's when Blue Rickshaw was formed. Okay. Now, uh, I'll tell you more in detail as we talk more about, you know, how we do it. But uh, apart from the name, it comes from, uh, it's, it's actually uh, my grandfather's legacy. So my grandfather came to uh, New Delhi from Firozpur, Punjab. And uh, he started, he was uh, sleeping on a pavement for two years, mm-hmm. trying to sell goods from different uh, areas around Delhi and selling it locally, you know, and he slept there as well. Uh, he wanted, you know, back in 1959, 1960s, travel was still uh, a luxury, traveling to different parts of the country. So after two years, the first thing he invested on was not a house, it was a rickshaw, mm-hmm. so that he could commute to different parts of the country, be it Surat, be it Banaras, be it Calcutta. He would travel for days, wow. procure different stuff from there and sell it, sell it again on the same pavement. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to you know, continue his legacy and take his name, take his legacy forward by selling it to the world. That's when, that's why the name Blue Rickshaw. And the interesting part is that he painted that rickshaw blue so so that he could be identified from a distance. Mm-hmm. People know, and he was very passionate about about this. And that's, that's when the, the name uh, was taught. Wow. What a powerful example of uh, branding huh? with... Absolutely. Even a color to what he was doing. Amazing. Yes, absolutely. So, Akshay, you know, as you've been building this organization over the last couple right. of years, right. what have been some of your learnings and some of your challenges? 
Okay, so we actually started uh, building our organization. So we launched a company last year. In, mm-hmm. uh, you know, initial months was you know me completely coming from a completely different background, which is a creative industry. Of course, there was uphill challenges, but one thing I was very confident, very sure about that I, it has to be done through technology. Mm-hmm. It has to be done through uh, you know it has to be a technology based platform because uh, you know the, the kind of vision we needed uh, that we needed to translate. We needed a good, uh, you know, and I had the deep expertise. So in a few months, my, uh, you know, uh, I hired a CTO and he actually became a co-founder. His name is Krishan Chandra. He comes with 23 years experience in technology. We sat down for a few months, started working on every bit of detail of the platform where things could possibly go wrong or have gone wrong. Mm. And in April 2021, we launched our platform. The unfortunate uh, thing that happened to us was May and June, India hit the second wave of lockdown. Now, uh, this became a real challenge for us, especially when it comes to uh, the supply chain, because the minute we launched in April, we started getting a lot of orders from US and Canada. Mm-hmm. Now, we had to do something about it. So, we were. I started contacting the high commissions, both the American and the Canadian high commissions, and mm-hmm. started sending because logistics was completely shut. So uh, we, called, we contacted them and tried to book our shipments through the expatriate flights, which were sent from India mm-hmm. under the air bubble agreement. Now, the second part of it was that it became such a huge challenge for the suppliers to supply mm-hmm. it to us because even locally, everything was shut. Mm-hmm. So we helped them get special permissions. We helped them organize things from the from their state and we, told, we got them special permission to open their factories and supplies the orders to us. Mm. And that was the initial challenge that we hit early on within one month of our launch. Mm. And, you know, uh, when you do a business, you get multiple challenges like these. And the idea is that you do not get daunted by them. In mm. fact, every challenge is a learning. Every challenge has been, has has exponentially helped our growth, you know. so And then we realized what could, could possibly go wrong and we you know sort of take out a solution and being an entrepreneur i think it's a it's a pretty much a part of the journey fascinating so you know when yeah. i was reading about you uh, a phrase that you use is that yeah your you know your vision is to where where a small store in milwaukee can procure 10 copper butt bottles from baradri in uttar pradesh right. tell me about your vision to connect small buyers and sellers okay so, uh, I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is the whole vision. As I previously said, mm. small buyers always had the issues of trust and credibility. Correct. There are, on one side, there are chains and there are brands who have direct access to these markets like India, Bangladesh, Vietnam and China. Mm. But whereas a small store, uh, you know, a small mom and pop store, uh, you know, when I started speaking to them, they said that it does not make sense for us, you know, be the supply chain. They do not the trust and credibility issues definitely there. Then more, the biggest challenge that they face is that um, most of the manufacturers that they have been in touch with who are more reliable and more trustworthy for them uh, have very high order quantities. People who are already selling in those countries. Now, the, the you know, and it does not fit their portfolio. So let's say, you know, if they would have to place an order for those 10 bottles from, or, uh, you know, from... Uh, someone, uh, a big manufacturer mm-hmm. in Moradabad, they would have to order a minimum 50,000 or 100,000 bottles. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't fit their portfolio because they're, you know, they're, uh, most of their, their annual annualized revenue is, uh, is less than $5 million a year. So, mm-hmm. and it does not make sense for them to fly back to India, go to every part of the country, right. even if, even if they do that, 
they would still not get that trusted sellers. They would still be more convinced because the whole process is offline. Mm. Now, what we have done is that we have tried uh, to make it seamless for buyers. And when you talk about this vision, we are talking about uh, you know a seamless trade where and Duriksha takes care of end-to-end handling both for buyers and sellers at the same time. So that means a buyer doesn't have to worry about imports, compliances, etc. Seller doesn't have to worry about IC, RBI regulations, banking regulations, etc. Mm. And that's where Duriksha comes in, and that's that's the whole vision. Uh, hopefully, we could uh, help uh, around uh, you know 15 million SMEs in India. Uh, give them a platform so that you know it's it's not only we started with North America, but the idea is to sell it to the world. Well, I agree. Yeah. And uh, how do you ensure uh, that you know the word I was I'm using is verification? How do you ensure yeah. that buyer and the seller yeah. actually fulfill their obligations? Because as a platform, you're you know being the the, the marriage broker. Absolutely. So we are bridging the gaps. Yes. Uh, so. That's why we, when we say that we are a curated B2B platform, mm-hmm. we entirely mean by that. So the sellers have to qualify a five-point checklist mm-hmm. uh, that we have that includes the minimum viability, the minimum order quantities, the quality. We do due diligence on the sellers in order to understand, go to their social media handles, probably randomly, you know, if they have those small units, probably do inspection on the units mm-hmm. for sellers. So we're very carefully about selecting the kind of sellers that we have. On the buyer's front as well, uh, we have designed the platform in such a way that for buyers, it's almost like, uh, uh, you know, it's like Domino's Pizza where they could pretty much see from when the order was being put in manufacturing to, you know, it's left the seller warehouse to uh, it's on the way to transit, it's in customs clearance, it's in the buyer customs. So we have made the entire process complete seamless. In this case, for them, is just a transaction, which we will just try to simplify the whole thing as a transaction, which can be done seamlessly. And uh, are there any particular sectors you're focusing on, like handicrafts only so, right now? Yes, absolutely. So we are focusing on handicraft, uh, we are fo- focusing on textiles, and as well as fabrics, uh, uh, so, you know, me coming from the fashion background, uh, this is one thing that I would, I, I, you know, this has always been my expertise in terms of fashion. Now, uh, I can probably say that, you know, being in the handicraft, uh, you know, working with a lot of artisans, small manufacturers, and just to case on one point, we, uh, most of our sellers are small sellers who probably don't have ICs or, you know, they've never exported before. Mm. So we do a little hand-holding for them. Mm. And also try to educate them of what to manufacture, what to produce. So you know that it's, it's almost like a relationship as partners. So in the, and we see that these sort of partnerships can really take you a long way. And are you uh, branding them as Blue Rickshaw or are they going under some other brand name? No, no, it's absolutely. So the, the sellers are, uh, they use their own packaging. They use their own brand name. So the idea is that uh, a small brand called ABC is being uh, sold in a store in New York. You know, mm-hmm. that's when they get their recognition. Mm-hmm. Nuriksha is just a facilitator. Now, uh, we, right now the platform is closed and within a very short span of time, we will be opening the platform. But again, we will have bigger steps 
because of the whole issue you know trust and credibility mm-hmm. because we want us to be a trusted and a credible platform which is completely transparent both for buyers and sellers mm-hmm. so very shortly we'll open the platform where you know the sellers should be able to directly sell to the buyers mm-hmm. and it's it's going to be uh, very soon from uh, I, we are looking at realistically 6 to 8 months from now fabulous and yeah. my next question you actually is that there are i think there are a lot of companies doing something similar you know trying to yeah. put, put handicrafts out into the market i've spoken to several right. Um, right how are you differentiating yourself so firstly we come with a uh, deep trade expertise so when we focus on we are when we are talking about north america we are focusing on north american you know there is a different sort of you know every part of the world has a very different set of clientele uh you know a different set of buyers and different set of mindsets and different set of demands so we have put everything you know the, so why why we are different is because we come with deep industry expertise mm. that means we have worked closely with these retailers with these buyers and we do understand what are the challenges they face mm. now again you know going back uh going back to the technology part we have designed we have kept the ui in such a way uh, that uh you know that uh, it becomes seamless for the buyers just to give you a quote one of my buyers most of our buyers are about the age of 50 years old mm-hmm. and we do understand our audience really well so the idea these are the people who have not procured anything online and in fact a lot of them don't even have account on amazon mm-hmm. now they are the ones who are placing repeat orders with us so that is uh, you know comes only comes with a certain set of expertise correct yeah and secondly what is most important is that we are a curated platform we are not an open marketplace we are a curated platform mm. that means every product that is going through our platform is good is from a trusted seller it's mm. it's it's complete transparent process so these are certain things which makes us different and that's why we have just opened to north america the minute we hit those markets well we will open it to the rest of the world wonderful And yeah. the other thing that I, when I was reading about you, is that you you want to build a Blue Ridge Show into a SaaS platform. Yes, so tell me about this. Yes, so uh, it's a it's it's a part of the vision, you know, because what we have realized is that a lot of these sellers uh, have, you know, the the what is the best way to reach out to buyers in mm. uh, North America, or in fact, any part of the world, is mm. through trade shows. Now we want to build a trade show in a way. Mm-hmm. that any seller in uh, saranpur should without visiting uh, north america should mm-hmm. be able to showcase his products mm-hmm. so it's completely going to be a virtual show with end to end buying so that mm-hmm. means on the buyer side the issue comes is that even when they meet people at the trade show the entire process is offline mm-hmm. now in this case we are trying to get both the things together mm-hmm. where a seller can showcase in a in a couple of thousand rupees and uh, a buyer can buy without having to meet them in person virtually mm. and with an end to end buying right after you know and going through the entire chapter process and it will help us with the 50 million smes uh, you know having their footprint globally it, will, it is a pretty much a part of the vision amazing so you know when you were you were when the pandemic hit you were just telling me that supply chains got hit Absolutely. and you decided to you know step in and you know form or, or create blue rickshaw right one of the challenges that a lot of supply chains face mm-hmm. is how do i procure small lots and how do i ship small lots right i'd love to get Absolutely. your perspective on how you are solving this problem okay so 
it's it's actually uh, you know it's actually pretty simple you know when we talk about uh, see in this case it's just about the efficiency of the supply chain mm-hmm. so most of the sellers that we have at blue rickshaw are small manufacturers or artisans or weavers mm-hmm. they make small lots so and most of our buyers are actually small buyers so that mm-hmm. means that they would want to and you know the way it works on blue rickshaw as a platform is that a, a buyer would buy 10 products or five products from one mm-hmm. seller and probably buy five five products from each seller so in mm-hmm. this case the quantity becomes 50 just mm-hmm. a just an example it's easier to ship that lot uh, through dhl fedex because the uh, value proposition for the buyer is that it's different firstly mm-hmm. that's something that even if you know there is no direct access mm-hmm. every product is verified Right. every product is gone through certain checks and balances including quality checks mm. so the buyer is very confident that even if he's getting 50 products he doesn't have to sit on that inventory mm. for 6 months or 1 year so this becomes very easy for them so even if that means that he's uh you know paying it through c shipment now what we have done is mm. we have tied up with a couple of uh, companies uh you know a couple of startups who are sending small lots so mm. another approach that we are doing taking is trying to combine those small lots and sending it across to the united states and mm. canada in that case the buyer sees that money mm. and that is how we are solving this problem as well mm. fascinating so i've got time for two more questions my next question yeah. again for buyers and sellers yeah uh, how do the buyers and the sellers reach out to you I mean, do you have a large number of people, or, or do you have a big presence on social media, which is announcing what you're doing? So, uh, I think this is uh, something for the sellers. Uh, fortunately, a lot of sellers have contacted us through mm-hmm. Instagram pages, through other social media handles. Uh, you know, a lot of them have personally emailed me because, and most of the suppliers that we are seeing is through strong word of mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, so that means, and you know, just to give you a context. Uh, Out of the sellers we have onboarded, fifty mm. percent have already shipped out two plus orders in spite of May and June being locked down in five months. So that mm. is a, mm. that is a that is a strong statement in itself. Correct. That means they have, uh, and so the that part now uh, the second part that we are working on is uh, of lately we have uh, gotten a lot of uh, traction from people in the government of India. Mm-hmm. so uh, various trade bodies various organizations in the, in the government of india have approached us mm-hmm. because we are giving artisans a platform we are giving and this is a this is a problem even the government of india has been trying to solve mm-hmm. and it fits with the vision of the country of you know uh, reaching to a 1 trillion dollar exports by 2028 mm-hmm. so that's why you know we are getting a lot of interest from that one of the of course i would not like to name the organizations mm-hmm. still you know we have a formal sure. process of doing but there but there are a lot of organizations where we are trying to tying up not only with but we are tying up with tribal artists across uh, across the country we are tying up with small artisans and made copper products terracotta products marble manufacturers from agra leather manufacturers from different parts of the country so uh, so we are getting a lot of in terms of buyers we are again you know we have uh, we are working very closely with the high commissions mm-hmm. in uh, setting up our system there we already have local partners in fact my investors in the us we have sales team both in the us and canada mm-hmm. uh, so and we have people on the ground there who are firstly doing the hard selling secondly mm-hmm. uh, the buyers 
our, the good part is that the buyers are also discovering us mm. through social media because they find an interesting proposition on us. Right. So, so we are not investing on uh, marketing. Uh, you know, everything that is happening is more organic for us. Mm. Mm. So that's Absolutely. that's exactly. Absolutely. So <laughs> yeah, but so we are definitely. Yeah. Please. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Okay. So I mean, that's that's the sort of it's just everything is building organically. Mm. You know, we have we are seeing a great growth both in terms of buyers and mm. we are seeing a lot of you know when you talk about B two B, B two B is also a lot of repeat orders, mm. and we see most of the people are have some people have already placed like six to seven repeat orders in a matter of like three three to five months. Mm. So so that's that's something that we are looking at. Very interesting. So my last question to you, Akshay, now is that, you know, you've currently taken your blue rickshaw to the shores of the USA and Canada. Yes, absolutely. What is the next logical step? Which part of the world do you look at, and what? How do you grow into such a large organization? So, um, you know, uh, so firstly, um, US and Canada, as I said initially, now the next step, logical step, would be, of course, expanded to parts of different parts of the world mm-hmm. we are opening it up gradually mm-hmm. so that we can have because not every product is viable for let's say for a product might be viable for united states but mm-hmm. might not be viable for dubai mm-hmm. you know so the idea is to slowly open it up to the world our next plan was uh, for to open it up for uk Middle East and parts of Africa, mm-hmm. and then you know that's the next step we are looking at. Wonderful. The eventual goal of Nuriksha is to create a B two B two C channel where we are talking about an inventory less models where India Indian SMEs become mm-hmm. the sole suppliers mm-hmm. and retailers having an inventory less model. That means that they are still making their money without mm-hmm. having to invest in inventory or having a having a store like mm-hmm. a physical store. Mm-hmm. So that's the end uh, vision of Nuriksha. Fabulous. Actually, on that note, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for thank you. you know talking to me about Blue Rickshaw, telling me about your incredible vision, uh, yeah. telling me about the story of your grandfather. I thought that was so fascinating. Yeah. And uh, so I just look forward to seeing Blue Rickshaw peddling away in every country of the world. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ashutosh. And thanks for having me over. I, I, you know, it's, I, it's really been an honor speaking to you telling you about my story and i think this uh what we are trying to do is uh, you know definitely helping up uh, you know the idea of blue riksha is uh, to help out uh, small businesses and being a small business myself you know i have faced this challenge numerous times uh, and the you know going back to this the whole trigger was happened when after and this was one part that i probably missed out on, on telling you that I was one of the top 10 designers of Vancouver Fashion Week mm-hmm. and covered in British Vogue in 2016. Now, I was on a completely different high at mm-hmm. that particular point of time. And I thought, you know, I am such a, a big designer. Now, started walking to a few stores in uh, Vancouver, in Yaletown. Mm-hmm. And uh, to my surprise, I was pretty much uh, thrown out of the stores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a similar story happened again a year later in New York. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, okay, you know, I, it's so difficult to uh, uh, sort of enter these markets. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm still was 
almost published in every media one of the top 10 designers i and i that's when i thought in my head that how difficult it is for a small seller to actually create a footprint here. Mm. and a part of this uh, comes from blue rickshaw as a as a vision and that's and that's that's when you know i and within a short span of time within a few months i was retailing out of 130 stores across uh, north america wow. so this is the same sort of uh, if i could do it i'm sure anybody else could do it and I, the idea of lurikshya is to help people do it so we would want we would want we want want the same for all our fellow sellers and in fellow manufacturers that are working with us wonderful wonderful good luck to you akshay thank you again thank you so much ashutosh thank you so much thank you for listening to the brand called you video cast and podcast a platform that brings you knowledge experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.